Five, four, three, two. Hey, welcome to One Dive at a Time, the official podcast of Neptune Warrior and ScubaRob.com. By the way, you can check out both those sites. Over on ScubaRob.com, I tend to share a lot more of my personal thoughts about diving. Remember, with Neptune Warrior being a 501c3, I've got to be very careful about the things that I do share on there publicly. Kind of got that image to uphold. Scuba Rob, <laughs> image is out the door. Yeah, it's like whatever. I'm going to talk about things that I feel passionate about talking about. And the same thing I'm going to do on this podcast. So I don't have sponsorships. I don't have brand loyalty. I don't have to, I don't have to pander to what somebody tells me I should be selling, which makes this a perfect platform to talk about one of my favorite regulator sets. Now, with that said, I know I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get guff from people that are like, oh man, real divers dive atomic or they dive scuba pro or they dive us divers, whatever it is. Okay. Go check out my gearbox or check out other videos I've done. And you're going to see that I've got those other regs and I love those other regs. Okay. My atomic M1, love it. My B2, my B3, love them. My Sherwood Brute, which is what I dove. That was my workhorse for years. Uh, the Blizzard is what I was using for cold water diving. Okay, I've got U.S. Diver stuff. I've got Dive Right. I've got G250s from Scuba Pro. When it comes to putting my students in something that I know that is affordable, that's not a cheap knockoff, that's a pure workhorse, and I get asked to do a gear review, and by the way, I was not asked to do a gear review by any company. I was just asked by a couple of divers that I've worked with and, and with students and things like that if I would start just reviewing what I like. And so that's what I'm going to do. The Braun regulator is probably, uh, believe it or not, is probably my go-to regulator. In fact, I know it's my go-to regulator when I'm just going to head out to like Quinn's Pond or Lucky Peak or Arrow Rock. I mean, that's what, that's what stays in my milk crate. That's what goes along with me. I mean, I've even set it up where, matter of fact, when I went to Hoodsport a couple of weeks ago, I had my bronze set up in a Hogarthy method. So I had the long hose on it as, as my primary. Then I had a, the, uh, actually had, and then I had a primary that I used as my Octo, which was on a necklace that was around or just mounted below, uh, below my neck. So even for those dives, I'm using it. But man, you know, 95% of the time, if I'm just going to go hit the water, I've got a very basic setup with my brawn and my back plate. It stays in the Jeep all the time. 24-7, it stays in the Jeep. And I just, I grab that. I have my, my protection for the day, whether it is a dry suit or a shorty or whatever, and I go diving. I love that regulator, and I love putting it in the hands of my private students as their regulator set when they're taking lessons. So, yeah, that's right. If, if people take lessons from me, part of that, you know, part of the cost associated with that is that they get everything that they need to dive except for weights, wetsuit, and tank. And when they get the brawn, it's in a box, the Octo is in a box. 
the inflator comes in a, in a, in a bag with the back plate that they have, which they're going to assemble later, and then the SPG, which also has a compass and has a depth gauge on it. My students have to put all that together the second time we meet. The first time we meet, I put them in, in a pool, and we get to play around. They're on a brawn, by the way. But then once they, once they pay their fees and they start lessons, then I've got a really good shop that, that takes care of me as far as getting, getting that kind of merchandise in. And I put them onto a brawn. They have to assemble the entire thing themselves. They have to assemble their backplate. But I like that brawn because it's, it's a workhorse. And it's not going to break the bank. Not everybody's got a million dollars that they can go out and spend on, on gear. And I can put my students in at a very reasonable cost on something that is a pure workhorse. Like I said, I dive a lot of regs. If you go look at my, in my personal gear locker out there, you're going to find Atomic, Sherwood, Scuba Pros, Dive Rights, and, and the list goes on. I mean, and I've got old regs, I've got new regs, but that's what I like diving. That's what I grab and I, and I do. Um, I like it because it is lightweight, it's compact, and there's not a lot of excess, sorry about the pun there, but there's not a lot of excess uh, stuff that's associated with it. It's, it's, a really, it's really simple to work on if you've been trained on how to work on regs. Super simple. You don't need like crazy you know, parts, you know, like my Scuba Pro regs. There's certain parts that you have to have. I mean, you can work on it, again, if you're trained on how to work on it. It's a balanced second stage, which means it's going to be easy to breathe when you're going deeper. I used it uh, on a dive in Roatan to 132 feet. Now, by the way, I had my atomic with me as well. But for that dive, I chose to dive my, uh, my brawn. So it, you know, it is a reg that I've, that I've dove uh, in, in deeper waters. You know, there's a lot of different terms that get thrown out there in the past couple of years. It's all about marketing, right? So you'll hear about overbalanced regs or you'll hear about hyperbalanced regs. You know, in just the simplest language, you've got balanced and sec and uh, uh, balanced and and unbalanced regs. And I'm talking just second stages at this point. Uh, balancing the second stage, essentially what they're doing is they're they're routing the medium pressure of the air to the backside of the valve. And what that does is it counteracts that force on the spring inside the reg. I need to do a video of this later uh, to show it, or if you go through all my classes, I'll, I'll actually show it. But what that does is it allows the valve to open easier uh, with less effort uh, for, from the diver. So if, if you've got that buddy, that dive buddy that, that chases or that you have to chase because they leave you, or in, in my case, when I was doing my fundraiser for the American Cancer Society, and I had to do multiple miles or multiple fractions of miles while on, you know, while underwater. Unless I was doing my dual side mount and unless I was doing some of my historical diving with my single hose, I did all my dives with that brawn. All of them. 100% of the single hose dives were all on that setup. So, I mean, I'm, I'm booking it, right? Because I've got, I've got the way I'd set that up. If you go back and you listen to the podcast on how I set those dives up, I had multi stations and I had to be there at a certain time frame. And I wanted to push myself, you know, be, you know, not only because of, of just the sake of pushing myself and the emotional attachment that there was to that, 
but there's also that needing to be at a certain point at a certain time so I can knock out the distance that I needed to knock out. And I never had an issue with that brawn reg. I like it because if you're going shallow, if you're going deep, it, it breathes really, really well. Like I said, I like it enough that, that I give it that I, you know, that's that's what my that's what my students are using. It's got that adjustable dive and pre-dive venturi lever on the side of it. So it's not doing that obnoxious free flow as you're trying to enter the water. It's easy to purge. You can clear it quickly. The chamber on it is actually going to route the bubbles around your face, which in a lot of cheaper regs you don't see that. And again, I'm, I logged I logged nearly between training dives and the dives that counted for the fundraiser. I did nearly 20 miles. Actually, I think I did a little more than 20 miles with that reg. The first stage, it's got four main ports plus a high-pressure port for your SPG. I hook up my dry suit to it. I admit one of the ports comes off kind of at an odd position, but I can still hook up a dry suit to it. Most of my students are not into dry suits right away. So there's really no need to, to, to worry about where that, where that other port is. I, out in Hoodsport a couple of weeks ago, I dove it with my dry suit. No issues at all. And by the way, that was 45-degree uh, water on the surface and about 50 to 53 at uh, just below the surface. And as you go deeper, you know, obviously the water would get a little bit colder. But like I said, you know, most of my students, are they're not going to be doing dry suit right away. So who cares about that port? And, and, and I've already proven that you can use that with the port, uh, you know, sitting in the situation that it's in. It does have an option for, uh, for den, which this next year is I'm, I'm going to be moving, uh, be moving into. But, I mean, again, just for, for the, the type of diving that, that a lot of my students are doing, for the diving that I do for my own pleasure, when I'm not with students, the brawn is what I'm putting into their hands and the brawn is what is what I'm using. So it's it's got a great value, you know, you know, great value. It's not a cheap knockoff. It's been really well designed. I've actually had a chance to talk to some of the techs at XS Scuba and talk to them about, you know, specifically about the about the brawn, along with some of their other regulators, but specifically about, about the brawn. I highly recommend it. And and it's not one of those regs where again, I think I think there's a lot of snobbery that takes place in scuba diving that takes away from what most of us as divers are doing. My students, they're, they're not cave diving. My students are not doing in excess of 130 feet diving. My students are getting out there. They're enjoying diving. Most of them are staying above 60 feet. Some will go deeper. Some will go down to 120, 130 feet. And it's a great reg for that. It's a, it's a nice breathing regulator that will adjust itself as it moves. And I'm, I'm quite happy to have that in my kit. And like I said, it stays in my Jeep 24-7. I have, I have scuba gear that I keep in there all the time because when I'm coming in from work or someplace, uh, I, I may just want to go. And already my, all my gear, my back plate's in there. Uh, depending on the type of year it is, depends on what, what type of uh, exposure suit I'll throw in there. Um, I don't like keeping my dry suit in the Jeep, so I'm kind of doing full disclosure here. But 
All I got to do right now is, is I grab my dry suit, I throw in the Jeep, and I'm off and heading out to go dive. Like I said, can't beat it. I think it's a, I think it's a fantastic regulator. And I know that as long as I'm breathing that reg, it means I've got air, and I know that I'm all right. By the way, if you guys haven't checked out the blog, make sure you check out, check out the blog over on scubarob.com. And also you can stay in touch with us over at neptunewarrior.org. All right. Hey, thanks.